flow with the show. Hey, 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 welcome. This is flow with the show episode number nine. Nine is extra fine. Um, I am Toronto electronic music vocalist Flo Anastasia and with me today, very, very special guest. I'm so excited. Okay, we've got Perfect Mendem, aka Jev and Ashling, a Latvian Irish born <laughs> duo based in Manchester. They've just absolutely been blessing the world with their entertaining DJ sets, hilarious content, wicked music productions, and having only broke through in 2019 are already one of my favorite artists. And I'm so, so excited they're here with me today. Hey, hey! Hello! Hello! Thank you for having hey, us. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are so, so awesome. You bring so much positive energy and love into the world and every time I see your content it just makes me smile or I learn something or I gain some insight but usually I'm laughing and thank you so so much for for everything you do for your amazing music I'm so happy you're here (laughs) oh thank you very much to be fair like we were best surprised when you um messaged us about to get on the thingy after we watched the Matthews episode Ah. Yeah, 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 it was was really cool to watch. Yeah, Yeah. such a a nice flowing interview. Oh, thank Mm. you. Oh my goodness, I was very like, well, you can tell now I'm like nervous, but like, and and with (laughs) Mephis too, it's like, how am I going to get through this without just like exposing that I'm the biggest fangirl? Hello, Martin. Hello. Yeah, that's actually good. Played it very cool. Played it well. We got Yeah, I think I would be the same. I would be like. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Um, I'm I'm so happy you're here. Honestly, I was um first drawn to you just by seeing um like your hilarious like live stream content and stuff and i just love that you have so much energy in your sets you're smiling you're getting silly you're dancing and your music itself is really sick when you produce and i know that you guys only launched in like 2019 and already you've you've grown so much in your careers as artists and um I'd love to take it back a little bit to before you guys even met each other and just talk a little bit about your your backgrounds. Ashling, I'd love to start with you. Yeah, so my background is um, from Ireland, uh, born and raised. Uh, I actually moved out of Ireland when I was 18. I moved to Manchester to attend the Northern Ballet School. So I'm actually a dancer. That's my main background history. Um, So yeah, I moved to Manchester when I was 18 and I studied for three years in the Northern Ballet School. Uh, I did the jazz focus course. So I did some, I actually did some singing as well. Um, And all sorts of like different dancing, um, ballet, jazz, musical theatre, we did acting. So all sorts of crazy stuff. And yeah. Amazing. Are you still <laughs> are you still in school? Are you still in that school? No, I actually graduated. So I moved here. Sorry, that, I didn't explain that well. So I'm no 18, worries. but I, I'm actually, twi- I moved here when I was 18, but I'm 23 now. So I graduated two years ago. Oh, congratulations. So, Thank you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, going to uh, a school or any kind of school program is uh, difficult enough on its own and finishing is a whole other uh, deal if it's like the right thing for you. Um, you know, for I know for a lot of people, it's it's difficult or maybe not the right thing to finish. But um, I just think that's so cool that uh, that dancing brought you over to Manchester. And um, and that's that's what you did. It's so cool. I think it, make, it makes a lot of sense. Like after after learning that, like seeing kind of your energy on on camera and stuff like I did you're you're a sick dancer what can I say like <laughs> <laughs> thank you well I will hope so <laughs> well and, and Jeff's got some moves over there too let's not uh <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely dancing yeah I, I actually I be- went into music because of dancing so we really? have something in common yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd love to know a little bit more about that uh well so I was back in so back in Latvia. Um, there was this like new wave in two thousand seven, I think, emerging of like new dances, like shuffle dance, jump style, Sick. electro dance. I don't know if you heard. It's like all this like new stuff, and yeah, um, we were like smashing it with my boys uh, with like organized <laughs> like a trio 
and just like toured the local schools performing at their Whoa. school theaters and stuff so we kind of like made our name there on this but then i tried to do breakdancing and stuff and obviously i didn't do it correctly and <laughs> <laughs> messed up my knees so oh, like did I, you? I, I, I couldn't do it yeah, yeah, yeah uh well i did wrestling as well so that also uh, oh, wow. played a good role in, in the knee stuff it's it's a regular stuff that sports people apparently get mm. and uh yeah so then dance the idea to dancing to my own music uh was emerging and i started experimenting with fruity loop studio and stuff so then yeah slowly kind of trans transformed into passion for music really amazing from dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that's so yeah. cool what brought you over to manchester uh just the music thing really uh yeah when i was 17 my brother is like he was already living in uk in london and uh, he just saw my potential like he just enjoyed seeing me doing music thing and all that stuff even though i wasn't that good at it at all um and yeah he brought me to uk to kind of pursue the career here which i really wanted because at that point it was 2012 it's like the golden age for ukf right. monster cat was emerging and stuff so like all this dubstep movement right. first time heard skrillex it's like, mm. whoa. And um, yeah, so, because uh, in Latvia, the club scene is not a thing. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, not this type of music, at least. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so went to UK, um, studied in London and worked, you know, how we usually do. You, you study mm. and work yeah. <laughs> simultaneously, really. <laughs> yeah, um, in the college called Access to Music. I think Rita Ora studied there as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. and Ed Sheeran, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah. Didn't know that. Oh, you're in good yeah. company. Yeah. yeah, good times, good times. It was a good way to like get into the, to get to know the culture, really, mm. to get to know the kids, the uh, English kids in there. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, from there, just naturally stemmed into going to Manchester for uni. Um, didn't really want to go to uni because I just, felt like if I just kept working on my stuff, get better at this, yeah. I already kind of had a vision just to make it that way. But then went to uni as because it, it was very supplementary financially as well to like financial right. system, how it works for students here. So yeah, and then that's how I ended up in Manchester and then mm -hmm. decided to stay here because the the vibes man the vibes mm, i can only imagine oh man like all my my understanding of like the the vibe in the the uk and like the the music scene and that kind of thing is all mm. from the internet from like ukf and like all all of that and it's it's funny that you say uh you sort of the the uh, 2012 kind of vibes back then too because that was also around the time that I was first introduced to like bass music and drum and bass and before that yeah. I listened to a lot of music was really like a big music head but I'd never really come across I guess that kind of music and then you know like one yeah. YouTube algorithm leads to the other and then you go down this hole and I'm mm. like oh my god drum and bass like this is it this is everything <laughs> I've been looking for and uh, it's um it's funny the uni thing too because I so when I, I went to school for a business and when I graduated I was like because I always wanted to be a musician but it wasn't really like a thing that was really I guess I believed as like a possibility or like really encouraged in like an Eastern European background too my parents mm. are like you know computer programmers and I must be good in math and like that's the important thing like my artistic interests are kind of like that's nice but you know it's yeah, not, not a career. Yeah it's very common in Eastern European countries isn't it like yeah. art is more like a hobby thing. For sure. Than for yeah. sure. And, uh, you know, so I ended up going to business school, which I was really happy for anyway, because I figured like it might as well, uh, I might as well gain some like other skills that might help my career later on. And I had this feeling that like, as soon as I finish school, this, like I'll make it as a musician, like right away. Like I just need a few months and then like, I'm good. So like I graduated, made a SoundCloud account. It's like, okay, I just need a few months and then like, I'm done. Mm. Like I'm going to make it. And like, sure <laughs> enough, that's not how things work. Not now, not back then. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's so much you can do. Um, it just takes, I think a little bit longer. So I, you know, got a job, yeah. got a job and like did the, so still, still trying, um, 10 years later, but Still trying. <laughs> hey, I proper get you on that one. It's, uh, but hey, like if I had to change anything, I wouldn't because the amount of experience and how you learned the patience yes. game 
Yes. You master it so well when you don't get it straight away. Yeah, it? <laughs> true. Um, so true. So, uh, man, there's a... So- there's a, there's a lot we can talk about here, um, but maybe before <laughs> before we get into that, um, so I think you guys had met in Manchester. Was that is that correct? Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How'd you guys how'd you guys meet each other, and then how did the whole kind of perfect mandem thing come together? So we used to work together in a cocktail bar. It's called Lock Ninety One. Big up, Andy. Big up. Yeah. Lock Ninety One. And. Um, yeah, from there, just working together, and then awesome things things took ahead. We went to a few raves. We went to well, I went to my first rave with Jeb, and it was a massive one. It was Matthews, wow. um, Andy C, High Contrast. Oh my gosh, first rave! It, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like if you can't fall in love like with mm. DMV in that way, wow. And then uh, we just started going to Pirate Studios. I don't know, have you got Pirate Studios? Basically, it's just like you rent out a studio with fully equipped with decks, really big sound system. There's also like recording studios. There's loads of stuff. So we have one in Manchester. So Jeb was like, sure, come come along with me, and I'll teach you how to DJ. And wow. then we just fell in love with drum and bass and blending tunes Amazing. and then yeah. I, yeah it was at the festival this festival called park life we were like there in the crowd and we were like that would be sick to be on stage mm. in it like <laughs> so yeah, it was a time when we were ready for practicing and we kind of like kind of having it's like half having fun half taking it seriously right. to get to get to the point where DJing becomes fun as opposed to you keep doing mistakes, you know what I mean? You know, Um, it's such a good perspective to have because I definitely lost that exact balance um, at some point and I'm only just kind of in the last couple of years regaining it like the remembering to have mm. fun like I think I was trying to take it so seriously for a second that like I forgot that it's sometimes supposed to be fun as well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating how literally anything in life that brings you fun as soon as you start thinking of it as it's like uh it becomes bigger than like you know you want to make something amazing out of something bigger out of this and all the attention that you put is on this and you block everything else around you the excitement just goes away straight away it's i think it's like job i suppose like if you start that's why people say if you start treating anything like a job (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's when it becomes uh sure way to fall out of love with it yeah (laughs) well and i love that you guys just like especially in your in your sets are you're very clearly having fun and it's so interesting how that energy like when you see somebody doing something like you as like another human being like you pick up on that energy and then it also like even Mm. now i'm getting like some goosebumps thinking about it because like it's so crazy that (laughs) that happens like i don't is that chemistry or like i don't know the science behind it but um (laughs) i i just i I love that you guys do that and i'm so curious as well like when you're so so that's mostly like your you know your dj sets but you also produce a lot of sick music and I've loved your music. And um, I know you have an exciting album coming out on uh, Korsakov. We'll talk about that. Um, but uh, but yeah, like how was the, what was the whole kind of background and progression with you guys starting to make your own music and uh, like developing your music production skills? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think like just to get it out of the way, Thing. the way how we like think of perfect mandem is uh, it's like we don't just try to focus on it as a musical uh, thing we think of it as just like everything we love to do a bit of everything mm. really so the combination of what we do right now at this point is just the accumulation of what we have collected over the past so i've, I've been producing for like 10 years under you know different music and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, I've never touched drum and bass until Perfect Mandem though like properly uh, so that was fun um, but so yeah the musical side was like the production side mostly from me and uh, the DJing thing it's like I kind of knew how to DJ but I didn't do it properly like to the point where I can like be confident to come out and play mm-hmm. and you know and then we started kind of developing the skill together uh, 
uh, when we started this thing. Yeah. And then around around this, obviously, we kind of like learn how to vlog, how to <laughs> do some silly yeah. stuff, which Ashley has been doing since like childhood as well. So oh, okay. it's just a yeah. bit of everything from everyone really, and just doing it together. And I think what works best in our scenario is just like we're both not afraid to try something mm. that we've never done before. Like, and yeah. that's what we've been a great progressor. Yeah, I think a, a big pr progressor as well is like, we <laughs> like just, okay, we're going to do a rap. Okay, well, let's, let's do yeah. it. Like, it's just like, like no questions asked. It's like, we're going to try it. Like, you know, I yeah. think that definitely helps because it's like you get into this mindset thing of like, oh, what if it's not going to be good? It <laughs> if it's not good, it's not good. I'm not a rapper, you know what I mean? Like, so far we found if it's not good, if it's better, you know, like if it's not professionally done because it's just the era right now when it's all raw and silly. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just works out in our favour a little bit that yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, li I like doing all this like professional touches of like video editing and mm. stuff like that. Like I love that because it's actually just so nice to like polish everything. But yeah. then yeah <laughs> going mad on the stories amazing i i loved your rap i loved the video yeah. for it i thought that was so funny and so sick and you guys are awesome um i love i definitely love that you're kind of also keeping in mind just i guess trying new things but also doing a little bit of everything because it almost seems like that is the i guess ultimate strategy these days as like an artist where you can't I mean, you can, but like, it's, I guess, a little yeah. bit more rare to only just be a singer, for example, and nothing else. It seems like, yeah. like I've heard the term recently, um, creative entrepreneur. And it seems like in order to, I guess, have uh, a full-time, I guess, career as like a creative person, you do have to do a little bit of everything because you're probably not going to be able to afford like hiring a videographer, mm. you know, hiring uh, necessarily like a, a rapper or like DJs for yourself, like all, all of the things that go along with um, like making a career as an artist. But if you're doing every little thing yourself and you're also having fun with it, like you're letting it, um, you're growing your own inspiration from like trying new things and you're growing you're like developing yourselves yeah. by doing I, that i really appreciate you saying that that you're growing because the most benefit i've extracted from trying to do everything yourself not for the sake of not trying to stay away from others but just for your own growth process because mm -hmm. you do understand music better when you know how motion graphics works mm. and how you can combine these two together which yeah. has been a really great yeah it's already easier to talk to like bigger artists because you're so used to like talking behind the camera and stuff like that so it's like you're more confident in who you are and yeah, stuff when it like comes that to and like cameras work, yeah. yeah and even even with everything like if you have more no knowledge in motion graphics then it's like oh you can have a conversation with that about with someone mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have had before and stuff like that so just it becomes a um, world of media right now. It's not yes. just music as a music, innit? Yeah. It's world like you, of media. Even, yes. <laughs> even, even like you pick up yourself, you're doing this uh, podcast thing of a flow with the show Thank thing, you. and uh, alongside with the other numerous stuff that you do already. Yeah. And uh, I mean, your journey has been quite epic as well. It was very inspiring. You do yeah. all the type of stuff, art and everything. You did the Thanks, man. interview thing came out today. The dub hub. Yeah, I got my dub hub. That was cool. Yeah. It's it's been really nice, definitely, to have uh, sort of my my first kind of features, and I guess be on the the other side of the. the Mad respect on the stage, I think. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, speaking of like the just like the vlogging and stuff, and the the video editing, I wanted to ask you guys because I've uh, first of all, I, I love that you do that. I love that you're showing um, like your personal development, like as it happens in real time or like my milestones. And, um, it was really funny cause I've, I've seen a lot of your vlogs over the last year, but then I went back to like the very first one where you're like, hello, we're perfect mendem now. And we're starting <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's just like so amazing to just see the, the progress from the beginning. And I just, it's so special that you've captured so much of this so I kind of have like two two questions here one is I've I've thought about vlogging for like the last kind of year and a half especially in like lockdown and stuff and you know the whole kind of personal development 
themes in my life is something that I that it comes up for me a lot and yeah, totally. uh, my partner Tier is you know definitely encouraged me to do vlogging but I found that I have a hard time like it's it seems like something you really have to get used to where like you, like pulling out a camera just like in real time kind of do it I feel like I've had a hard time I guess getting used to um documenting more and um I'm like the whole yeah like speaking in front of a camera too it's like well you set up the camera to I have to put my makeup on like it's a oh, very yes, like yes. whereas like I feel like in order to make it successful like you guys it needs to be quicker I need to just pull out my phone like more often and be comfortable I guess being more vulnerable and sharing and you guys do that so well and I'm curious like if there's anything that's sort of helped you like do in that get into the groove of like just documenting things <laughs> document everything yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what you see in a vlog is like 10% of what we take wow. videos like we, we take so much videos like we've been slacking on it because of our because it's because of our style as well yeah. we've like that's why before starting this conversation we've been saying that it took us a long time mm. to sit and chat in front of camera mm. as if you're speaking to people this is the reason why we did it just once or twice mm. and then after that what we started doing is uh, we call it archives mm. instead of vlogs because um, you just you document what is happening to you as opposed to you trying to create the situation right uh, yeah that, that is just like the style we chose that we yeah. felt to go with however really like if I could recommend personally what gave us inspiration to vlog on a more like level of how to expand it to build a story about the brand is by watching a lot of Gary V, how he does oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this Gary. <laughs> I know he's yeah, not for man. everyone. He gets some hate, but I love him. He's been a very big inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon, like, Eastern European people propagate him because, you know, the mentality and all that stuff is <laughs> like, don't, easier don't to... Don't listen to your parents. doesn't matter. Like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he, he can call you out on your shit easily. And, you know, you know he's calling you out. Even though you're not even talking, yeah. you're just watching his content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but really good advice is from there about, just like you said, documenting style and, you know, how to approach it. I think right now is the era of the raw material mm. i think if you can afford to make a good quality let's say your stuff i personally consider it to be like good quality Very like quality, you know you've yeah. got the depth of field happening in your camera oh, between you. you and your background <laughs> yeah. And like that. yeah that's amazing we need to get on that level. Yeah, yeah i can't wait to get a good camera like that. well i mean and this is the, again the gary v in my voice saying like you could uh you know it'll take a lot longer to make it more perfect but then you, instead of that you should do it more often and then it's like like that kind of thing so i'm kind of trying to go the reverse of um you know <laughs> yeah just like the the kind of the daily the more daily documenting and yeah. i feel like yeah. as you said like it's more raw and almost more special in so many ways because you are capturing so many just special moments along the way. Like I loved like in one of your earlier vlogs, I think it was like uh, after your like very first like in-person set or something. And then like seeing the chat and like, and just like, it almost made me cry. Cause I know how special it is. And you're like right there with you. So it, it also brings, you know, your, your audience and your listeners and fans like closer to you as well. And I have to say like your video editing style, this is actually one of my, my questions as well. Like you're so good at like being, like funny on the internet which is a skill <laughs> like I, I think I'm funny in real life but like to put that like in internet culture is like different in your videos like the editing is really sick and it's slick and it's funny and it's just so modern and like um so is that something that you guys like had uh, I guess Ashling like is that something that you like learned as a kid or you went to school for or you just like self-taught <laughs> Uh, I learned a lot from Jeff with this, <laughs> to be yeah. fair. But well, then as Ashling well, Ashling has a very special talent, to be fair, that I don't think she's like much aware of this. Like, about as when it comes to animating and telling little um, jokes by editing. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, the beauty of editing, this the is the thing, like, that is another thing when it comes to <laughs> vlogging. Like, you can, you can edit anything and you can kind of make it look okay. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Well, we're still quite early in the process, like, uh, you know, we still learn a lot, like, 
uh, obviously yeah. I have more of a like technical knowledge so uh, when Ashton can when it comes to Ashton to do it she just uses her raw um, associative mm. yeah what I, what I can understand it's yeah. usually a long way of doing it but YouTube YouTube is also great yeah. PewDiePie I really was inspired by like, how PewDiePie does his like little edits right. you know uh, especially when it comes to like this funny montages and stuff to like accentuate uh, that something happened by like zooming in yeah. really closely and all these little <laughs> tricks yeah it's um, YouTube game right now is strong on that just watching people how they right. do it and trying to like when I was in university in Manchester, the guy that worked in BBC as a video uh, editor for interviews and stuff, he said, if you do any type of trick, make sure you justify it. If you can justify it, then you can do it. If you have, because most of the times when we start out at anything, and we learn a new trick, we just want to do it, apply it everywhere, right, and it's not necessarily yeah. needed to be done. <laughs> so that is really what kind of following this type of philosophy, it really helps to kind of keeps it, keep it sensible. Interesting. Or ridiculous yet sensible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good, uh, perfect man. Ridiculous, but sensible. <laughs> oh, can I get a witness? <laughs> um, thank you. That's, that's extremely helpful because I definitely, it's a, I think a big area that I'm, that I'm working to improve. And, and like you said earlier, nowadays it's, you know, being an artist is about the world of media and you can have music, but then so much of music is coming along with visuals and, you know, promotional content and that kind of thing. So, um, I do have a, another question for you. I do, I think I know the answer to this, but I'd love to just, I, I love the answer to this. So I'd love to give you guys a platform to share mm -hmm. it. Um, and that is the story behind your artist's name, Perfect Mandem. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, Jerry, you can tell <laughs> you better. Tell it's a sick name, um, sick name, sick name. Well, it's, it's something, uh, first of all, that's something that Ashton has come up with. But I think that was a teamwork. Well, <laughs> no. You, basically, we were we've been we've been going on the way of one of our first practices uh, in Paris studios to learn, you know, the practice DJing thing. We've been fa we've been fascinated by and Ashling before like getting involved with drum and bass. You you come from this like grime music background, mm. isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. heavily involved in this like knows all the boys, you mm. know, and <laughs> all the mandem, <laughs> all, all the mandem. This is <laughs> so that all, all starts to make sense. And we've been basically talking about this culture, how in UK, you know, you come across this, uh, you know, type of people. And they always like with the boys on their music videos, you mm. know, always like supporting each other, like you know. And that's where Ashley just said perfect mandem. And then we, we never, we never even spoke about this. She just said it perfect mandem, and wow. we just like boom, boom, done. But it stayed in the mind, yeah, uh, apparently. And then when we've been at that festival, when we just we've been watching Major Laser playing on the stage, and we thought we can be just as. Then um, you know we can be we can do the same thing if we wanted. So we, why don't we actually take it seriously and try to make something out of this? And uh, straight away the name Perfect Mandem just popped out from the back of my mind. Like this is how we're gonna call ourselves. Sick. <laughs> but it's it's not even like because obviously right now we do this drum and bass. We involved heavily with drum and bass scene right now. So it's not really like. And you know, like Mandem Mandem thing, like this grime thing. So like, uh, everyone's everyone's part of the Mandem. Everyone's part everyone's of the Mandem in it. The fandom. In the fandom, yes. <laughs> well, and I love that. Like, um, you guys in your, your vlogs as well have talked about how you know we're you're constantly trying to improve yourselves as humans and as performers and trying to reach that kind of like the like I guess closer to a state of like perfection whatever whatever that means and I, it's something that I think about a lot and like in my journey of self-development find uh, various like paradoxes or I don't know if that's the plural of paradox paradise no Par Paradoxes. Paradoxes. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, it's paradoxes. Par so, <laughs> um, and uh, you know in particular like I've I've 
especially in the last year, I've come across this kind of interesting nuance where I'm trying to improve myself as a human and become better and stronger and healthier and kinder and more successful, like all these things. And at the same time, there is also a culture and a vibe of like, you should accept yourself as you are, um, you know, you should be happy with who you are and proud of yourself. And I, and I also agree with that a hundred percent, but then it's like, how do you accept yourself as you are, but then also improve yourself as a human on a day to day basis. So, mm. um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's just something that I, that I think about a lot. And I, I really appreciated that you guys commented on my, uh, I had a post about my eight month sobriety thing. And one of the things that really, uh, helps me is the, the David Goggins mindset. Yes. Like, stay hard. Like, <laughs> 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 um, I, th- I thought that was really cool that, that, uh, he's resonated with you as well, because I, I think I only came across him within the last year. And like, I very mm. often in my head, it's like, what would, what would David Goggins do? Like, okay, I'm going to go work out. Like, okay. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's such a good way to think about it, isn't it? Yeah, David Goggins and The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. They are yeah. the oh, yeah. my two boys. Oh, The Rock, like, he's amazing as well. Yeah, <laughs> he, he Every it. single morning, he's working out, like, yeah. he's up before you. He's so hungry to become the better version of himself mm. every day. That he, what age he is, what success level he is. And I think he's hungrier than we are. Yeah, 100%. He's just like, and he does everything. He's like super fit. He's an actor. Oh, yeah. I can sing as well. Like he's probably, he's got a tequila company. He's just inspirational Father all around. And everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's Imagine. amazing. So yeah, yeah thinking about, yeah, that, that's actually really true. Like thinking about those boys when you're like being lazy, it's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I can do this. Mm. Inspiration. Well, and I think yeah. too that like, I think one of the, the biggest things that inspires me from, from David Goggins and I, I don't really I don't follow The Rock too closely so I think I'll, I'll look into that um thank you <laughs> um one of the things that I think really motivates me is when they talk about like just the struggles or the things that they've overcome because I've definitely you know there's no shortage of I guess fitness influencers on my Instagram where it's like this is how I squat today I'm like yes I know how to squat but like this isn't like necessarily gonna like inspire me to like get up and squat right now but then when mm-hmm. I hear like the, all the things that like David Goggins has gone through in his life and like just his childhood. And then also that even nowadays, even though he's like such a beast that he like, there are days where like he thinks about cheeseburgers or he like takes him like half an hour to put on his running shoes. Cause he doesn't want to. And so it's like, it seems like those stories for me personally is what seems to like click with me versus like somebody that's already successful. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. Well, well I don't <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. The, the realest real, like, I, I'm actually glad you said it because I was thinking about it a lot recently. Like, I was looking into more, like, health and fitness videos again, like, because I used to be, like, really into it, like, back in the day. I still am really into it, but, like, I was, like, watching them, like, every day. And, like, I was looking into them and it's like, they're all well and good, but, like, they actually don't tell you, like, what what exactly, like, you know, like, they've done in that day. You, you've not just done that workout. You've probably, like, been walking around, like, mm. you know, like, you have more of a lifestyle than just this workout. So it's not realistic to say, like, do this workout and you're going to look like me because yeah. it's not realistic. Like, you're not the same person. And as well, like, you, like, I'm, I'm just, like, yeah, history of, like, who they are and, like, what they go through and mentally. Some people, I think it's definitely becoming better. Like, people are talking about it more and more. But, yeah, I definitely agree that, like, knowing the real real people in these like amazing people you know like everyone has struggles and everything like that and it's like really helps yes it it really does um (laughs) and uh, and again just taking it back to like your content it always brings me like positivity and motivation and I'm so I've been so happy to see you guys just like gain so much uh, success over the last couple of years and uh, I think you said that you recently played your first international show big up the mandem like, <laughs> yeah. yes yes um, yeah man it was uh, it was from uh, Romania sick uh, near City Cruz in Apoca. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was cool uh, experience to, you know, having all this like flight experience right. go somewhere. However, probably not the best time because we got stuck in Barcelona for three days <laughs> on the way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of COVID and that. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, however, it was amazing experience. We had our personal driver. Wow. That was crazy. Sick. That was just like so surreal. It was like, well, yeah. you're here for us. Per personal yeah. mandem. Sorry, yeah, was, I'm going to throw nice. in mandem like every... <laughs> personal mandem. <laughs> Um, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I, I that's I think it's it must be such a cool feeling to feel that progress from you know your your practices over to now starting to play international shows and stuff. And um, I'm actually also curious, like because you're doing so many different things, like how do you balance your time between like DJ practice, DJ sets, music production, social media, <laughs> content creation and engagement and, you know, being, trying to be healthy and, you know, family and like so work. Me. I mean, I, I, I'd, if you don't mind like uh, answering as well, I'd, I'd love to know if you guys are still like kind of working to supplement your income as artists or are you able to like make yeah. the full leap into like full-time artist yeah. stuff? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's been, well, first of all, obviously COVID has affected people in various ways, um, mostly like people, you know, especially artists. The, obviously their income has been damaged and stuff like yeah. that. We, we've been lucky enough because we, we didn't know what it is like earning money by playing shows. Right. So it didn't affect us in any way. However, on the on the opposite way, it worked out for us in a kind of like better way yeah, than pre-COVID uh, because of how everything turned out. We've been live streaming DJs mm -hmm. before and then as we walked into COVID, it became a thing. So uh, it was better for us. So we kind of could pay more, spend more time doing perfect London stuff. And because in England you've been furloughed, so you're getting paid. Right. Not get well. Yeah, you're getting like what is it? Eighty percent, I think, of, of your income your, stuff. Yeah. So that was good. Um, and yeah, in terms of um, productivity, it's a very big topic. Mm. It's something that like always been you know passionate about. Yeah, and it's funny that you ask this now because only recently, it's like a version 2.0 of our way of how we work. Uh, right now because we have interests not just like you know in making music but um, so we basically what we made right now is like different days for different tasks mm. and this so, so far has been the best way over the all over all the COVID time period until now because even though you're not going to work you think you have so much free time on your hands but you don't really like get so much stuff done as you think you should be getting done because you have so much time and obviously because you're human you're not a robot it's yeah. not just like uh, i have 12 hours uh, of yeah. doing stuff then it's all going to be done it's, it doesn't work like that <laughs> so splitting tasks into, for different days let's say today is our music day tomorrow is going to be our video editing day and filming and the day after is going to be DJing day. So this is basically the day when you fully dedicate and prepare for and dedicate yourself. Okay, we're going to be practicing DJing or making a set if it's a DJ day. Mm -hmm. Animations day is yeah. making something in After Effects. Right now, obviously the EP time coming out and like for us it's quite a personal project. So we're doing all the animations and covers ourselves as well awesome. for this. And yeah, splitting it into separate days is better than having different tasks over one day because it all becomes a mishmash. And the, the most benefit I personally extract from it is that I get excited to wake up earlier mm. because I know, oh, I, you know, I couldn't do music for the last three days. Today is the day, right. you know, I'm gassed, I'm gassed. <laughs> and I, I better not waste my time because this is the day and tomorrow I won't be able to do it because it's another day, you know, for another right. type of activity. So it's experimental thing. However, the how it sorts out your mental state is amazing because every day you just focus just on that particular yeah. thing. And you get to chill every day as well. You don't just spend all day doing this stuff as well in it but if you've been doing music animation and video editing you don't have time to chill throughout the day and that is not good we're not like we're not marathon runners <laughs> we need to do like little sprints and then chill and then do yeah. a little sprint i'm talking productivity yeah. wise uh that's that's really interesting i haven't uh 
try that. And I can definitely see how that might help not only with all the things you said, but also like burnout. I feel like when Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do so many creative things and then it's like every day, it's like a whole bunch of creative things. And then, um, I find that eventually after a few weeks, like I'll have a day where like, I don't want to do like anything because I'm so burnt Mm -hmm. out from like all the things and, uh, or I'll like procrastinate certain things. Like I've been trying to do video editing for the last podcast episode and it's, I keep like pushing it to the next day because it's like a really big task and I'm trying to do all the other things. Um, I also really resonate with what you're saying about how like at the beginning of the pandemic where you think like, oh, you're going to like now be like superhuman. And I definitely, (laughs) um, I was in a little bit of a, a different situation than I am now, which was, I've been working like a corporate uh, job for the last like 10 years, various jobs. And then I was still working in a corporate kind of like sales finance office kind of thing. And um, when the when COVID first started uh, and we were like all working from home, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to become like the best version of myself. I'm going to do squats all day at home. I'm going to like <laughs> work on music and, during my lunch and like all this kind of stuff. And then after a couple of months, I was like, oh, this isn't happening. Like why? I thought I was like a very motivated and strong person. And it was a very tough realization of like, now I finally have the time and space that I've been craving for all this time and I didn't do anything or I mean I did stuff but like I didn't go as hard as I thought I would and um yeah it was it was was a tough thing and in in fact some things went into like the opposite direction and that's sort of yeah totally that's why I think well personally for us all this situation obviously not talking about the effects that people dying and people going through big problems but yeah what also it does it 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 it, it is human induced all this covid situation and it induced for a reason because this situation exposes ourselves to ourselves hmm. all our excuses that we've been making mm. up uh all of the excuses i've been making oh i can't do this because i'm working too much mm. or these people pissing me off or something mm. like this you know when all that is being taken away nothing is changed you still behave in the same mm-hmm. way and that's what made me feel like okay there's some science behind it there has to be science of behavior behind mm-hmm. it it's not yeah and yeah looking into like some books was really good way yeah. to learn about yourself during this time uh, like the power of now <gasps> is how to stay in the present moment and stuff Sorry, I, um, that was like one of the literally the only book I think I read in the yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big shout out to a, a stranger. A oh my goodness, <sighs> stranger. Well, yeah, he uh, he's recommended that book to me a long time ago, and uh, then I and stranger. then I finally um, I read it. Stranger looks like the kind of guy that would read that book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get the good vibe from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, big ups, man. Yeah, it's it's a such a beneficial book in it. I think that's probably why I, one of the reasons I named the show Flow with the Show as well, because it's mm. like I, this is going to be an exercise of like staying in the moment. I do try to be a little bit cheeky and clever with my lyrics when possible, but um, speaking of which, the river flows oh. is probably like on my yeah. opinion the best tune of this year so far. Honestly, in love with it, like yeah. it just brings such a nice energy to the room. Like you oh. shine so well as a vocalist, you have such a specific style. In the, wow! Uh, yeah, big up, big up. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. <laughs> it's definitely it was one of those tracks where I feel um, more. I could feel you feeling good, mm. <laughs> like you know, bossing it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel more like um, it was like a very authentic. Uh, representation mm. of who I am as an artist and I feel like I've been trying to find myself as an artist for many many years and that one I feel is was a very close to the vision of like what I've been trying to do and maybe not uh, been able to do yeah. um, 
uh, I have, you know, for example, tried to do some more kind of raps and things with my other tracks. And then usually the label says, can you take that part out? I'm like, okay. <laughs> but in this, but in this case, I was like, you know what? I think maybe for the first time I will stay true to the vision. And that vocal was originally actually written for a completely different instrumental and it, and it didn't mm. work out. I usually... Mm. Usually I take label feedback and I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm going to learn from this mm -hmm. and, it, and it works out. But that was the first scenario where I was like, I have a feeling that I, sh I should actually hold on to this vocal. And that's later, like a year and a half, two years later, is when I approached Nympho to do the, the instrumental and was able mm -hmm. to release it on my own album and, and Strange's label, Deviant, which I help with. So it was almost kind of like a self-release. And um, yeah. I'm really yeah. I'm really glad. And your, like your feedback just means the world to me because... Mate, I'm, I'm so glad you did stay true to your inner yeah. feeling that that could be a thing yeah it's so nice to hear that background story on it because it's like definitely worth definitely yeah yeah and i think for others who is watching and listening uh it's a very good message that you're saying is that it's good to stay true to your you know vision if you if you feel like you know this, this could be the way even though other people might tell you no majority majority of the times when people say you know is because they're if it's not because it's bad, which obviously in your case it's not the case, it's because they're not ready for it, because mm. it's something different, which means authenticity, and that's what people are looking for. But authenticity is not always greeted positively, because no one is ready for, for the change, for something you know new, in it, yeah. if you think about and it. Yeah, it's, and uh, it's definitely a tricky situation as well, because you don't know if you should actually take feedback. Like I, I was always trying to think like, well, if I'm getting this feedback, then maybe it should actually be better or, you know, maybe I should learn something. And, um, you know, in, in many cases, I'm, I'm sort of grateful that I ended up, you know, being more, I guess, humble and agreeing to like hear other people's feedback. Cause I don't, I also don't want to be an artist that is like, you know, difficult to work with or doesn't take feedback and like that whole thing. Yeah. But, um, I think too, as you said, like it is important to, um, sometimes you have to listen to your own inner voice and it, all the other voices can get really loud and Gary V will say something about this as well. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I really appreciate that. And then also, Speaking of things that people maybe aren't ready for, Ashling, I think I saw you made like chickpea cookies. Is that? I've never had that before. I feel like I'm ready for it. I'm ready to not eat oh. real cookies and have chickpea. Like. <laughs> Honestly, they're amazing. They're so tasty. Like, chef's kisses, chef's yeah. kisses. <laughs> like, they are worthy. Even like, my, so many of my friends actually say they're banging. I definitely recommend trying it. Like, uh, I also have this banana bread recipe as well. This is <laughs> this is something that you definitely need to try. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, maybe chickpea cookies. If you feel like you want to go for it first, go for it. But banana bread is going to change your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Healthy banana bread. Sick. Well, it's kind of healthy. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, are, you, are you vegan? I feel like I saw that somewhere. Um, I was vegan for three years, oh, wow. four years when I moved to Manchester, but like recently I've been more vegetarian. Easy, easy okay. vegan. Easy <laughs> vegan, <laughs> easy <laughs> vegan, yes. Cause I'm ma mainly vegan, but like cheese, yeah. <laughs> chocolate. So like sometimes you can allow it. I mean, I do love that in this day and age that we're like, we have more and more, I guess like alternative options. Um, and the, the, so many things are gluten-free and so many things are mm -hmm. like, like are are vegan or um i've been enjoying a lot of like i'm not vegan but i do uh sometimes try to like limit my dairy intake and there's a lot of like dairy free cheeses that are getting better than they were like five years ago and uh yeah, yeah <laughs> they are getting better they are getting much better honestly since i'm like because i went vegan when i moved to manchester first so that was five years ago since then wow it has changed so much. There's so much more options. Every every restaurant you go has at least one, if not two, three, four yeah. vegan options. Like it's like it's a great time to be uh, have a dietary requirement, yes. special <laughs> dietary requirement. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, okay, so I do want to talk about uh, your album. So for those listening, this is being recorded sort of towards the end of September, and it will be released sort of early October, right around the time of October. Hello from the past. Hello from the past. <laughs> we have time traveled. <laughs> um, and I know October 1st is a very special day. That is the release date of Vibes and Colors, your new EP on Corsica. What up, what up? <laughs> Um, would love to talk about the EP I listened to it thank you for sending it I think it's awesome I my favorite track is No Pass because I just yes because I'm just I love um, like funny I guess or just like creative use of like samples and vocal samples and things like that Um, is it because Canada was uh, mentioned there as well a little bit not biased (laughs) (laughs) you never hear this Um, I also love that you guys have a couple tracks on there that change tempo which I think is really really cool and creative um i do have more questions but first of all uh i'd love to know kind of what your experience was like with this album compared to your previous albums Mm. yeah that's a very good question so we actually since march till like september we haven't been much on social media we haven't been vlogging uh, you know, those who follow us, they, yeah. yeah. Big up to the, because, because everyone seems to be so understandable and everything. So big up yeah. to everyone who, you know, follows us and supports us, our patrons as well. Uh, yeah, it's been a great support of people understanding what we're going through. But what we've been going through, basically, we just took the lab time, learned the craft a bit better before stuff happening. And we've been kind of, all these, like, tunes that we've made uh, in the... Um, vibes and colors they've been made a while back but it's always been a thing that we weren't ready to get them out because the, we didn't feel like the sound design or not even sound design but mixing quality was uh there yeah. and like so we kind of just been kind of you know learning a lot on i think it's been a constant improvement when it comes to mixing and mastering like from week to week mm. it's like oh my god i can mix it master it even better mm. like even yeah. better and even better yeah. and it's like it's like it's been a learning process. Yeah, I always do this thing where everything I've learned, I straight away share it with Ashling because it's good for you mm. to put it in your memory better and for Ashling obviously to learn the craft uh, because obviously you yeah. you oh. haven't been doing it since childhood, so yeah. it's kind of like kickstart into yeah. the scene in a way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I I we work on this laptop and this laptop is not <laughs> good when you put many 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 heavy plugins mm. in it. And majority, like the around the one month time, just spent on like putting all the details in these tunes. But like, you get ninety nine percent CPU throttling, yeah. so you're just constantly getting these yeah. things. Yeah, constantly like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, we try to be clever and like go through some resampling stages to kind of ease it, ease out the thingy, yeah. the load, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's it's all it's a, it's always like every EP is a learning progress, right. not just like how to make music, how to approach music. We we love speculating on philosophy mm. of music, like you know what makes that particular tune dancing. Mm. So you try to understand it from a psychological point of view, and uh, we've been basically taking lots of time and revisiting those tunes after learning something new, right. thinking if we can do something. Yeah. Uh, cool with this and that's where the idea let's say two uh, different bpms came in mm. is that when uh, we as djs we never usually blend second drops we just go for the first yeah. one and then out of the way straight to the bi- next yeah so we felt like we don't want it to be like a copy paste type mm. of thing like and we felt like we could tell a story a little bit in a more different way uh, or like how if you want to leave a tune to play until second drop when you play it for the crowd there's a reason behind it because it's something different yeah Yeah. so we were also we had so much fun making tunes like no pass and soldier it's just been like looking forward to just come up and sit with them it's just those tunes that silly songs we love doing those tunes a lot we love silliness we love silliness (laughs) (laughs) well and and uh, speaking of silly i like peanut butter is my other favorite i have to say (laughs) it's so unexpected and i just it just made me smile like what is this like this is amazing you wouldn't you don't expect it and uh the vocal ashling is that you i feel like i'm I 
feel like it's you, yeah. but I don't. I'm like, am I missing something? Is it? It's you, right? <laughs> that's that's Ashling first She's ever on. time speaking bars, and she was improvising, Sick. and we were just like recording. It's perfect. It was third ever tune that made us perfect, London. We actually made this tune when we just started perfect. Yeah, <laughs> years ago, because like originally. Our idea with Perfect Mandem, we were going to make all kinds of music all the right. time. You know, like, like so we were just like, okay, let's make this, let's make that. So Peanut Butter was one of those tunes that we just yeah. <laughs> bashed out one night and we were just like, sick. <laughs> How's it going? Because Vibes and the story behind Vibes and Colors, this EP, as you can see, the, it's all different. Every tune is like a really different mm-hmm. vibe really different color ah. so it was the time for peanut <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was the time <laughs> amazing yeah, yeah. I, I remember i think I, I heard it in like one of your earlier vlogs i'm like oh this is exclusive it's coming like that's so funny that's I, I love that you just decided to i guess you're you're able to be silly and put that out i feel like you really only have a chance to do things like that on your own albums. It's it's just an experience that I'm I'm kind mm. of learning for the first time because my whole thing as a vocalist has been like other people's projects and like making sure that I'm fitting like what they need and only really for the first time over this last year I've been creating my debut album and like understanding like what is this what does this even mean to like be able to create your own thing? And um, yes, you have you know some label constraints or, or other I guess m- yeah maybe like uh, requirements, but um, which is often I guess also good for creativity. But yeah, just having this I guess like freedom of like what if you had an, a platform or an opportunity to share something like what would you share? And I love that you guys are just doing uh, in addition to like really sick technical music, also just like really fun stuff. I feel like that's probably what's also made you really stand out um, in in my opinion because you know there's uh, millions of different artists out there, but you guys came across my feed like a year ago or something and I just fell in love with you guys right away and every time I see your content it's just like yeah it's uh it's unique and like I really feel like the raw vibes of like who you guys are and it's and it's always positive and lovely and um this oh, feels like a conclusion but it's not it. it's <laughs> um yeah. I guess it's an interesting perspective that you say that like you know for from the background from your background like you know you kind of um would it be appropriate to say work on demand or like you know work being directed in it like what people need from you yeah whether it's as a vocalist. whether it's directly or not like a lot of the times producers will say just go with the flow so to speak mm-hmm. um yeah. and, and i will but it's still you know it has to match their music or like you know then the label has to like Mm -hmm. it and you know they get to pick the artwork and like all of that whole thing um yeah totally yeah um that's that's yeah we we didn't really gladly because we i just feel like we it's difficult for us to keep to one agenda Mm. even to the point that we sit in the studio and we were like well, studio. Welcome to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will we'll, we'll sit and just like, okay, let's make a roller. It ends up to be no pass. Yeah, sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's difficult <laughs> to even crazy. follow our own agenda <laughs> sometimes. Just yeah. like wherever it takes you. Going wild. That's that's why literally Vibes and Colors in it. Like mm-hmm. Everything is so different, Like, but we, we really enjoy making all these kind of different kinds of music. So we were just yeah. like putting them all together kind of it, it makes sense when when you put that title on it i think it definitely makes yeah, sense. yeah i think that was the main idea we had like different ideas and then when we realized okay we have some because it's not like i don't think i try not to think of it as a problem but like you know many artists why i see their strengths is that they have a developed certain sound signature right uh, you know let's say you think of um alex perez you think of Boo, you think of Matthews, you know, you know, yeah. there's many established artists. Uh, when we try to like come up with ours, it's all, we, I think we're still kind of discovering mm. and yeah. we're just touching so many different vibes <laughs> and colors. So that's why the name came in and we just thought, okay, so for this project, we're just going to compile different types of different flavors of drum and bass and just made them how we perceive it to be from our own, pers- you know, 
output. <laughs> it almost seems like that's like probably the the right way to to go about it, and it's it's also something that I think Stranger had uh, as advice for his audience, which is like sometimes if you're if you're going into the studio and you're trying to be creative, like you do have to let like all the possibilities uh, come and, mm. and be open to them and be curious and. It's something that I hadn't really experienced much either because I was very, for a long time, yeah, I was very like serious of like, okay, today, like I'm going to write this. And sometimes mm. it felt like I was like forcing it and still after like an hour, not, not getting anywhere. But then if you're going the other way of like, just letting whatever comes or like be curious or go after ideas and just like maybe have a little bit more fun or, or let yourself imagine new things and experiment it almost seems like in that is where you then get even more creative and you're you're creating i guess more art it's good for the soul Hmm. i'm learning yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you see like like you said even with the tune like river flows and your uh debut solo album um you will i'm sure you it's it's just like such a big stepping stone going to be for you because you get to express yourself yeah. without feeling without even thinking how others people gonna like what they're gonna think about yeah. it it's more about you to get to know yourself yes. first by making it mm-hmm. so yeah man uh, i think <laughs> we, we, we're proper looking forward to this uh, i think you have such a great basis in you know you have a big background behind you Thank and you. obviously our brains, they're cooking every, uh, you know, they use every ingredient that we've collected over the past lifetime and of this lifetime. Yeah. So you have so much experience. I think you're in a really good position to actually go for it and uh, experiment and f- at least for one album see how it goes and you're definitely going to love it anyway so (laughs) it's a no-brainer well I'm very excited about your album as well and and speaking to our past selves congratulations on the release it's out now (laughs) Um, I have one last question for you guys and um it's uh and then we can sort of wrap it up i just really appreciate your time and it's it's so lovely to chat with you thank you for having us yeah. it's so much fun. <laughs> um <laughs> i uh so you guys work as a duo and um it's something that's also i think connected me or drawn me to you guys because you know i work very closely with tear a kahoot and um tear kahoot I don't know, I said that weirdly. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> my mandem. And uh, he, um, so we work together a lot in like many different kind of creative ways and creative projects. He's my vocal engineer, tech supervisor on this podcast. We'll be processing the audio later. Thank you, Tyr. Um, we'll be color correcting the video as well. <laughs> Yeah. Hi, hello. hello. Um, and uh, and and so I've we've definitely learned a lot from each other and supported each other throughout the years. And because you guys work as a duo, I'd love to know what impact or, or maybe one thing that you've learned from each other. So Ashling, I will probably ask you to go first if that's okay. What have, what have you what have you learned from Jeb or what impact has he had? <laughs> I've learned a lot, um, but mainly just I think. What I've learned from him by him supporting me uh, like a lot is like just and us supporting each other just go for it mm-hmm. just go for it like you know what I mean like it, it might seem scary because it could be very scary but it's not a big deal like because like you're just doing your as long as you're doing your thing mm-hmm. and you're happy in what you're doing like just go for it try it out it doesn't work no worries yeah. like <laughs> and yeah also have learned the power of editing from Joe. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> in a big way because I, I like to leave a lot of things in and he was like, no, edit it, edit it. And it's just like, I've learned a lot from that as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Go for it. Totally, man. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I need that advice too. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, from Ashling, I think the biggest thing I've learned is to appreciate your like li- life around you appreciate mm. life around because like i'm i'm very like mm. i can be very like this and it took me a lot of observing ashling to learn how to be like this mm. um and uh ashling's like the reason that i think why perfect mandem worked and you know which is a really miraculous thing mm. i think 
because it was don't get us wrong we were having fun getting into this thing right. but there was a lot of pressure to get it quick right. we wanted to get it quick and we wanted we were like there was like certain level of you know there've been tears and mm -hmm. the, you know all this stuff yeah. but like it's been tears not of like regrets or anything it's been tears that like we're gonna have it like even though we're struggling when and that, that this is what i've learned from Ashling and like that crazy thing she just went for it <laughs> she was not related to music industry in any way and she just went for it because she thought it could be a good crack <laughs> and she just went for it and she stick to it it's not just went for it and tried yeah. it and then oh it's too hard she she waited until the moment when it starts to feel good to then judge is it for her or right. not for her and this is like you know you don't really get to see this a lot like in many people so that that was like a big learning thing for me <laughs> Yeah. Yes, definitely. So big ups. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the whole uh, just like appreciating uh, and being grateful for all the things around you as well is um, has been a really um, important thing for me to learn and take more into my life as well. Of yeah, you can get so uh, like focused or lost in sort of what's exactly in front of you, and you unless you actually make it a practice, you can often forget that even just breathing and having running water and you know all these mm. basic things are are huge um that we can be grateful for as well and it's it's amazing i mean i i, I think perfect mandem is a miracle honestly like you guys have it's it's really it feels like the right thing that you've created and i just wish you the best success congratulations on the album oh, thank you very um, much only thank bright you. things ahead and for all the tough roads may we have the patience and the goggins beast mode and perseverance <laughs> yes. and uh, we will learn and grow together and we will all become perfect mandem indeed <laughs> Well, hey, it, it's 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 really cool that you got a song because we it kind of made us, it forced us to like you know, research you obviously we you know to come prepared for this, and uh, it you are killing it, man. Oh, you, you 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 just oh. have such a background behind you, like you have such a story to tell, and it's really good that you realize that and try to do that as well. Thank you. Oh yeah, the cam the camera was gone. Yeah, yeah. so um, we're definitely watching you right now. Like you're probably the most exciting artist right now to watch in the scene, oh. especially in the vocalist world because obviously it's a I think it's a smaller world than production world, isn't it? So that it's yeah, yeah. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to to hear what you've got coming next. Thank yeah, I'm you. so excited. You, you've you've got a really cool style. I oh, really enjoy. Thank enjoyed. you. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. also looking forward to more vocals uh, from Ashling, more raps from you guys, yes, more yes. dancing from <laughs> <Yes>. Jeb. <laughs> um, yeah, really, really excited for everything you guys have to come. And thank you again so much for joining me. I'm gonna put all the links and stuff to your album, to your socials in the description. I've also got Riverflow's new merch. Speaking of Riverflow's, oh. perfect. Random like it. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> and uh, for everyone listening, thank you again so much for joining us. And uh, hope you take care. Um, lots of love. Thank you, Perfect Random, Jeb and Ashling. Sending the love. Sending the love. <laughs>